Hi everybody, Johnny Mays here, and welcome to the podcast. Good to have you aboard today. Another beautiful day in my little town of Lodi, California. Come see me sometime. Love to have your visit. You know, today I'm talking about a very important subject because if you don't get this message today, it could be disastrous for you because today you need to be sure that you're on the right side of things. Being on the wrong side can (laughs) cause a lot of trouble. And uh, many folks are in trouble because they have chosen the wrong side. I want to read a passage of scripture from the book of Hebrews chapter 3. It's concerning the Old Testament characters of uh, the Israelites and also uh, Joshua and Caleb, and particularly Caleb. But let me read it to you, starting at verse 12. Be careful then, dear brothers and sisters. Make sure that your own hearts are not evil and unbelieving, turning you away from the living God. You must warn each other every day while it is still today, so that none of you will be deceived by sin and hardened against God. For if we are faithful to the end, trusting God just as firmly as when we first believed, we will share in all that belongs to Christ. Remember what it says. Today, when you hear his voice, don't harden your hearts as Israel did when they rebelled. And who was it who rebelled against God? Even though they heard his voice, wasn't it the people Moses led out of Egypt? And who made God angry for 40 years? Wasn't it the people who sinned, whose bodies, dead bodies, lay in the wilderness? And to whom was God speaking when he took an oath that they would never enter his rest? Wasn't it the people who disobeyed him? So we see that because of their unbelief, they were not able to enter his rest. So in this passage of scripture, we find the remembrance of Israel having left Egypt, crossing the desert, coming to the river Jordan. They have sent out spies and the spies have come back with a report. And that's where we pick up the story of Caleb. Caleb was a faithful man of God. You can go back to the book of Numbers and and discover that. That after being delivered from the bondage in Egypt, those Israelites, as I mentioned, were led by God to the border of the land of Canaan. Canaan was described as a land flowing with milk and honey. And God had promised that land was theirs. It was theirs as an inheritance. So what Moses did is he chose 12 men, one from each tribe, to go and to scout the land before they entered. 
and among them was Caleb. Caleb, of course, was representing the tribe of Judah. Amen? That's the tribe to which our Savior would come. The twelve men spied out the land for forty days, and then they came back to Moses, and they reported that the land was, in fact, fruitful. However, its inhabitants were the mighty descendants of Enoch. They were terrible and terrified warriors, giants. And terrified by the strength of these people and the size of these people, uh, the ten spies warned Moses, don't go there. It's way too much. It's more than we can handle, they're thinking. On the other hand, Caleb began to silence the murmuring and the fearful men by saying, we should go up. We should go up and take the possession of the land, for we can certainly do it. See, Caleb understood that this land was a promise given to them by God. Folks, remember something. God will never ask you to do something that he will not enable you to accomplish. When God has given you a direction, don't be fearful. You go as the Lord has commanded you. So Caleb took his stand because he followed the Lord wholeheartedly. In other words, Caleb did not allow fear, the fear of those giants and the walled cities of Canaan, to turn his mind away from the promises of God. He followed the Lord wholeheartedly because Caleb knew of the promises of God to the Israelites. And despite the evidence of his own eyes regarding the obstacles Caleb had faith that God would give them victory over the Canaanites. Unfortunately, the people of Israel ignored Caleb and listened to the report of the other spies. So they were so frightened that they wept all night and even wished they had died at the hands of their slave masters back in Egypt. They even turned on Caleb and Joshua and wanted to stone them to death on the spot. And because of this, God became exceedingly angry with the people and he threatened to destroy them until Moses interceded for them. And because of Moses' intervention, God relented, but he declared that the people would wander in the wilderness until all of that faithless generation had died. But God said that my servant Caleb has a different spirit and follows me wholeheartedly and gave him the promise that he would own all the land he had seen as a spy. So the Israelites did, as God said, wandered in the wilderness for 40 years until all of that generation except Joshua and Caleb died. And then after 40 years of wandering and five more years of war within Canaan, Caleb was now a ripe old age of 85. And yet the Bible said he was still strong as ever, and he was able to fight those Anakites that had frightened his countrymen. See, his confidence, Joshua's confidence, was born, and Jacob's, Caleb's confidence was born out of his absolute faith in the promises of God. Folks, here's the situation I'm discussing today. Make sure you're on the side of the, of the promises of God. 
what God has declared shall come to pass. I mean, think about it. The people of God, the Israelites, were so close to entering into this rest, this paradise, this land of milk and honey, which, spiritually speaking, uh, looks very much like what God is offering us today as we enter into the kingdom of God. We're, we're given a peace that passes all understanding, a joy that's unspeakable and full of glory, a promise that God will provide all of your needs according to his riches and glory. And the people of Israel were so close to entering to God's rest that they literally stood on the banks of Jordan looking over into the promised land. And it was not that they did not understand what God had promised. They just would not believe God. So instead of being filled with faith, they became filled with fear and they did not enter. So there it is. As we see from the accounts of the life of Caleb, we see a faithful man, a man who trusted God to fulfill his promises when others allowed their fears to overcome their small faith. And even though it was years later, Caleb remained steadfast in his faith, and God blessed him. God blessed Caleb for his faithfulness and his patience and his encouragement. Uh, listen, we need to believe like Caleb believed. And we should be prepared to follow God in every circumstance. We need to be patiently waiting for him to fulfill his promises. We need to be ready to take action when God says, okay, now it's time. Don't be like those others. Amen. No, sir. You keep your eye on the promise. Know what side you're on today. Listen, Fred, this is an important message today. Too many people get so close to victory, but they quit just before they cross the finish line. You don't want to be like those people. You don't want to be like those Israelites that failed to believe God and let their fears dictate to them. See, we live in a world filled with chaos. It's like it was in the land of Egypt for the Israelites, slaves to the world. And many people today live as slaves to the world, fearful, overwhelmed, overpowered. But yet God says, come and follow me and I'll give you rest. Jesus said, take my yoke upon you. Can you say amen? Hallelujah. And I will give you rest. Come unto me, all you who are weak and heavy laden and I will give you rest. See, there remaineth a rest today for those who have faith in God, for those who believe. You can enter into that place and know, and know without beyond a shadow of a doubt that if God be for you, who can be against you? Listen, my friends, you've come unto the Jordan. Don't be afraid to cross to the other side. Because no matter how big the giants are, amen, no how many walled cities you have to conquer, let me tell you something, you will overcome. Why? Well, as I've said many, many times before, greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. 
Don't be fearful, my friend. Opportunity lies at your door. You know God has sent it. Take it. Take that opportunity. If the door has been presented to you, open that door. Go through it. Don't be fearful. Don't be afraid to change directions at this point in your life. If God said, let's go this way, you go that way with him. Amen? I know sometimes you think, oh, I, if, I, if I break my routine, if I, if I change what I'm doing, how do I know it's going to work out? Well, here's how you know things are going to work out. Because the Bible says that. It says that all things work together for the good to them that love God, to them that are called according to his purpose. Don't be like those others. Get on the right side, the side of Joshua and Caleb. Get on the side of those of faith and believe and believe and trust. Listen, my friend, when opportunity comes knocking on your door today and it says, hey, here's a promise from God. You take that opportunity. Amen. You take that opportunity and don't be afraid of it. Don't be afraid of it. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. Today you have the opportunity to remain and to stay on the right side of things. If you don't let fear dictate to you, but let faith lead you. Amen? Well, God bless you for today. Keep your eyes focused on the Lord. Stay in the word, and know that if God be for you, who? be against you.